Welcome to the Not Too Serious Podcast. On this week's episode, my son and I discuss an event that is of some significance. And we have a pretty good chat about it. In addition to that, my son describes an event that's a little bit creepy in nature. And hopefully, it's not too creepy for our audience out there. We hope that you enjoy this episode. If you have any feedback, we'd love to hear from you. Please send us an email to nottooseriouspodcast at gmail.com. Please enjoy. Thank you. Okay, uh, today we're going to talk about some... Well, an event that happened today um, that's of significance. Uh, and uh, yeah, we'll just dive into it. Um, so, how have you been, son? Uh, you know, I'm okay. Busy. Uh, school. School. Business. Mm-hmm. Business. Business. Yeah, business is good. Business is. B- I wouldn't say business is booming, but business is, you know, it's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. And uh, I have a music video. Hmm? I have a music video I have to shoot tomorrow at, at 5. And then I have a video to shoot for a barber. And then I have a police instructional video to shoot. Oh, wow. Really? Mm. Okay. Now, th- these are very different events, right? Yeah. You have music video that requires a certain skill. I would mm-hmm. think barber video requires separate skill. And police video, instructional video? Yeah. Wow. So, like, how do you approach each shoot? How do you approach it? Like, Well, the barber video. Like, creativi- like creatively, how do you approach it? Well, the police video is not much creativity that needs to go into it because it's very, it's an informational video. I just need to document, not create. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So I don't need to worry about that too much. Mm-hmm. You don't need to worry about camera angles or anything like that? No, it's simple. Okay. Simple is best when it comes to things like that. Mm-hmm. In terms of the barber video... I've done it so many times now that it's kind of second nature to me. I can kind of just fall into it and I'm good. Uh, the music video is probably the trickiest because every music video is different. But uh, so, so the difference between a barber video and a music video is that in barber video, you've already done it so many times, you kind of know what to expect. I know exactly what to expect. This person I've worked with several times before. Gotcha. So, so know I, know, he, he I know, I know, I know what he likes and what he doesn't like. Mm-hmm. I know him. Me and him are good friends. So right. we know each other. Well, we know how each other work. Okay. For me, artists, I don't know this artist. This is the first time I'm working with this artist. Okay. So that's going to be interesting. That's going to be a be bit different. of a, you, bit of an effort navigate exactly what the person wants. The police academy video is also from a guy that uh, I've worked with before. So again, I'm I'm confident with with him. For things like that, it's just all you have to do is document. You don't have to worry about 
too much about crazy transitions or music videos is where you have to really think about that stuff like now these videos that you take yeah uh, whether you know it's for work or for pleasure are these videos that you can apply to your i know to your portfolio but does it add any additional credit for your uni like can your professors look at something and consider it credit towards the course no oh okay no this is all just for your for employers yeah and clients and you know myself as well but that's what that's for okay yeah that's good Mm -hmm. well i mean hopefully uh Everything will go well. You're doing all these three videos tomorrow? Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, well, good luck to you. Thank you. And hopefully everything will work out fine. Mm -hmm. Um, One thing I noticed today, Mm. uh, we went out uh, for breakfast, and it said that it was going to be five degrees outside, which kind of surprised me. It's getting chillier. It is getting chillier. But I I enjoyed the, I guess maybe because I hadn't gone out in a while, I found being outdoors was just so, like, um, nice, you know, breathing cool, fresh oxygen through the lungs. Yeah, cool air smells best. Yeah, it felt good, you know, being outside. Um, But, yeah, I needed a jacket. Um to go outside and um for september it was a bit chilly i mm. think it's more like it was more like october weather late october weather i would say rather than september weather but you know hopefully it will actually warm up a little bit more okay so Let's get into it. Um, we attended an event of some significance, and that would be... Can we tell the story first, or you want to talk about that? We're going to talk about what the event, and that is uh, your friend's wedding. Old friend, yeah. An old friend. And, um, I mean, you were both classmates since you were in the first grade? Yeah, first grade. Really, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was nice that... I mean, it happened suddenly, mm-hmm. the, the invitation. I think there was a lot of planning that went into it and, yeah. and the like. But um, we were informed about it just the day before. Mm-hmm. And we were both fortunate that we were able to attend. Um, and it was nice. It was very nice. Um, we were able to see... Well, I was able to see... Uh, some old acquaintances that I had not seen in a very long time. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty short, simple. It wasn't a very elaborate wedding, I would say. But, um... It's simple. Gets the job done. Yeah, yeah. And the person uh, performing the ceremony was in good humor. And... Yeah. uh, made, made, Made the... Um, the ceremony, um, um, more fun, a lot more fun, I think, yeah. because he was telling good, like he was adding, you know, what, 
Wisdom and humor. Yeah, wisdom, the wisdom of marriage, and also added humor into it. So I thought it was a very good. Yeah, yeah. It was a very good ceremony, and um, I was a bit surprised. I won't. I won't lie. I was a bit surprised <laughs> that he got married at such an early age. Yeah. But I'm finding that a lot your of my friends, friends are getting married. Early. Are getting married. It's my fourth friend this year. Yeah. Crazy. Huh? It's incredible. Mm. Um, how how does that make you feel? Where now your friends are kind of dropping like flies. Well, I shouldn't it's say not dropping like flies. I shouldn't God say dropping like flies. That's the no. wrong word. <laughs> Considering that I'm married <laughs> myself, I'm not a dead fly. Uh, um, but you know, how how does it feel knowing that friends you grew up with are getting married now? They're entering a new phase of their life. It's crazy, you know. With my first friend that announced it. That kind of like it was a shock. That was kind of. I was present when that happened. When you were, when you found out that your the first of your friends were getting married, the manner in which you were informed <laughs> was a shock. Yeah, and I just happened to be there. Yeah, because he kept it small within just him, his family, her family. That's it. Immediate well, family. I think all of your friends kind of did that, right? I mean, no, he made it small, like very small. Like, well, none of your friends. No, no. The, the, None of your friends. The one in what? May was big. Oh, really? I mean, not like huge, but it was. That's what I'm saying. Like a, like a big size. Like you know like the a, way how you have a marriage hall and there's like that's two, that's that's people? that's what that one was. It was like two three hundred people, not two three hundred, but it was like a hundred and fifty people, uh, in a hall. The one I did the video for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I was saying that after probably the one I did the video for. The rest of them, I was like, the other two, I was kind of like. Low key. Okay. Well, low key, but I'm talking about, uh, I wasn't shocked about. Right, but I'm just saying that the the manner in which the weddings took place, I felt were. Small. They were very cozy. Yeah. <laughs> For lack of a better word, mm-hmm. cozy, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a lot of people, small ceremony, you know. Just a few, just close people, mm-hmm. and that's it. Which, you know, I like that, you know? Right. You want to bring, like, oh, this is my mother's cousin's second husband, you know? Second husband? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Like, like, things like that, that's too much, you know? Right. Just bring people that, like, hopefully for my wedding, I don't want to bring anybody that I haven't spoke to in, like, five years. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, you have to like like no. Okay, I understand what you're saying, but for example, when we celebrated your first birthday, now the 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 occasion was more for us than for you because you wouldn't remember it. Yeah. But I had invited people who I hadn't seen in many years. Yeah, I I don't know how to do that. I'll explain why we did that. We did that because it was a very special occasion for us and we wanted them to be part of it i understand that but it was more but for me it's like uh you know i remember as a kid i used to hate weddings because i used to go to these weddings i didn't know who <laughs> exactly these people were and i asked you it was like who who is this and you wouldn't exactly know either it well, would depend, just be depends on the wedding i mean there's some weddings where i knew everyone I'm talking I about, I said there were some weddings where that occurred, Yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I don't want to be, I don't want to invite someone where they'll have to ask, who is this person again? 
That's my that's my I have been mm-hmm. to weddings yeah where the only person who I knew was your mother. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But that doesn't make the event any less important or it doesn't make the event any less special. It's just an event, you know, you go, you yeah, attend, yeah, yeah. you 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 uh Try not to embarrass yourself, <laughs> and you yeah. know you you um, come home. You know, um, but I mean, if you're on the if you're on the throwing end, like if you're on the hosting end, yeah, then you want to invite people who you feel are special to you and right. to your family, right? Yeah, I, so it's it's not always about because, like I, I mean, when two people get married. It's not just the two people. It's not just about the two people. It's about the two families. Mm. And um, you have to understand that, at least culturally, weddings are never always going to be... That's a very weird way of putting it. Weddings of that nature, culturally, are usually all-inclusive. They try to be, anyway. So that also uh, drives the price up, like well, sure, exponentially. But, but I mean, it's weddings are big business. I mean, that's in any. Yeah, industry. I like just like me. I like I admire what my friends did. Like they yeah. kept it small, kept it to people that they love mm-hmm. and that love them. Yeah, you don't need to have more than that. That's I'm. Sh- I mean, you know, that's why I said like it was a very nice gathering yeah. and. Uh, but I'm a, very a lot of people, a lot of acquaintances mm-hmm. I hadn't seen in a very long time, so I thought it was very nice. Yeah. For the first, the first one especially, you're right. I kind of was like, huh? Like what? Right. And that kind of struck me. I'm like, yeah, I guess I am at the age where I could just do that. <laughs> or I could just do that. And it wouldn't be like, it'd be like, oh, you're young, but it wouldn't be like crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that kind of like, hmm. It made me think for a bit, you know, <laughs> about life and everything. But like, like I said, the other two was like one of them was basically the best man for, and for that one. Well, you would. I kind of see. I've seen that coming for quite a while. Right, because you're closer to that person, and hence, mm-hmm. I mean, you're the best man, so you're closer to that that right, room. Right, right. So yes, you would have seen that coming. But yeah. I'm just saying that. The other ones where you were not directly involved yeah, yeah, yeah. came as quite a shock yeah. to you, right? No, for, especially this one because this one I, I found out about it. Yeah. Literally, the, the what happened before. was is that yeah, I was I was I woke up in the morning and I checked. You know, what does everybody do when they wake up in the morning usually? They check, check their your phone. social media. Yeah, not my social media, but check your notifications, see that I miss anything, whatever. And I see a message from my friend. It's like, hey man, uh, I know this is last minute. Uh, you're invited to my wedding. I was like, okay, that's cool. And then I read the rest. It's tomorrow. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Luckily, I, I had no plans today. Otherwise, you know, would have been kind of tough. But, uh, you know. Yeah. So, anyway, that's, it was a nice ceremony. and Yeah, it was fun. Um, you know, and uh, there were some people there who I hadn't seen since they were literally... Yeah, two kid. years old. Yeah, same, same. Yeah. Like, like, there's people, uh, some old friends. Like, I'm not necessarily, I wouldn't call them friends now, only because you know we've lost contact. We haven't spoken to each other in touch, yeah. four or five years. Uh, but like people that you know, I grew up with basically, or were 
a lot of them were there, you know, mm-hmm. which is pretty crazy to see. I was like, wow, that's nuts, you know, seeing that. It was like a reunion, and it was weird. Did you, can I ask you something? Yeah. I told one of your friends, um, I said, why don't you guys... Now, I guess now I'm thinking about it a little bit. You guys were close in elementary school, right? In middle school, yeah. Right. I mean, middle school is still part of elementary school. So, I guess in those days, you, none of you guys had phones in those days. No, we right? didn't have phones. And so, when you guys went on to high school... I guess you guys kind of, I kind of, but not entirely lost touch. In that, you you would need to get each other's phones, get each other's contacts, right? So I, I, I suggested to one of your friends. I said, "Look, why don't you guys? You guys are most of you guys are here. Why don't you guys exchange each other's numbers and start up a, some group chat or something?" That way, you guys will know, like instantly, when if someone, if there's a an event or family event or something significant that happens to one person, then everyone knows, right? It, you don't get we secondhand. Fo- we all follow each other on Instagram. So but okay, but that's, that's not really the best way of doing that. It's best to have a chat I, I, where I, you're I actually guess, yeah. like, <clears throat> like with my friends, for example. Yeah. Right. Um, we have a an I ongoing chat it's, going. It's too late now. Why is it too late? You guys are so young. You can't. We're say you're we're too no, late. but we're just not as close as we used to be. That's the thing, is that it it, it would just be a dead group chat. We wouldn't really talk much because we're I all think, we're I all in our own friend groups. Maybe so, but I think spaces. that if you guys actually had a chat together and you find something that may be interesting, the chat would be alive. I'm sure. I mean, like. With my friends, okay, where I have, like, I grew up with, you know, like, you know, my, my, my childhood friends, I have an ongoing chat with them. Now, we're not posting something every day, may not even be every month, but, you know, we still keep in touch, is my point. And I suggested this to your, one of your friends there, and, you know, he thought it was a good idea. But I don't know whether or not if you guys exchanged contact information. I mean, we all, I think we all have each other's numbers. I don't think it was. So you just need to start up. Like I said, it was just like we all kind of just kind of grown apart from each other. But, you know, like I asked one of your friends, I said, did you know about your other friend that got married? He said, no, I didn't know. I I heard secondhand information. Mm. But like I said, you guys, if you're all in one chat, then everybody will know, right? Then there's no excuse. You say it once in the chat, then everyone knows. And then you don't get this secondhand, thirdhand information saying, oh, well, how did he know when I didn't? You know what I mean? So that's that's why, in, in fact, in fact, one of my friends, his son is getting married. Okay? Mm-hmm. And he posted it in that channel. So we all know now about it. And he's saying, okay, make sure you keep this date free because this is... Yeah, you but know. your your friends are smart, and they'll let you know <laughs> a year in advance when something's happening. My friends will let me know a day in advance. A day in advance. No, well, he forgot. He forgot. Yeah, but even the people that he told, he let them know a week before, which is why our one friend that lived in Saskatchewan couldn't come out because yeah. you know that's not enough time for him to come out. Of course, right? of course. But, but anyway. it's still weird. Like it's it's, it's interesting because like. Uh, yeah, it's just interesting because I didn't. Nec- I didn't necessarily. I thought 
maybe a couple of us would get married before we turned 25. 25. Yeah. I didn't think like four of my friends would get married before we turned 25. One of them has a kid on the way, yeah. which is crazy yeah. to think about. But yeah, I guess that's, you know, you can't, ex- you can't, you know, prepare for what life has to throw at you. Yes, exactly. You can't. I mean, whatever life throws at you, you just kind of have to do it. And my, my friend who I'm, who I was the best man for too, for him, he didn't chase anything. Mm-hmm. It kind of just came to him, mm-hmm. and then he did it with that, like, which is interesting. Like he was lucky in that sense, because a lot of the time, when you're not looking for anything, mm-hmm. things don't necessarily this early fall into your lap. But for him, it did pretty early on. Well, I mean, like I said, sometimes life finds a way, and and you know, a person is fortunate enough to find their significant other and you know yeah they're yeah. able to move on with their life I'm happy for all all four of them i'm happy for yeah them. yeah and it is makes me happy too mm-hmm. because you see them as children and now they're getting ready to pursue something that is a major phase in their life so that's that really makes me feel happy for them you know and for their fathers because you know I mean, their fathers. i know their fathers right yeah. and um they're they're right now in a phase themselves that I I'm not part of yet, right? Yeah. Because they they have daughter-in-laws, all of them, right? Mm-hmm. I don't have a daughter-in-law yet. No. So you have a sister-in-law. Okay, I'm talking about daughter-in-law. <laughs> yeah. I have many in-laws. I'm just talking about daughter-in-law, right? Mm. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I'm very very happy for them and for their families, you know. So you wanted to tell a, a story. Yeah, I mean, where did this story come from? Oh, uh, there's a guy on YouTube named Mr. Ballin. Mm-hmm. I, I like his content and I've been watching a lot of his stuff and he said the story I wanted to tell it to you. Mhm. It's pretty creepy. Okay. So, uh viewers beware. If you don't like creepy stories, Listeners maybe beware. Well, they might be viewing their screen, maybe they're viewing the thing going up. Most likely they're just listening. Most likely. But you can't discount the viewers of this podcast. Yeah, but you actually Potential. said viewers first, oh, not listeners. True. That's true. Actually. Okay. But viewers mm-hmm. and listeners, uh, if you don't want to hear a creepy story, maybe advance maybe five, ten minutes. Okay. So, we'll g- I'll give you some time just to skip. Have you guys skipped yet? Okay. I'm assuming you guys skipped. Otherwise, you know, sorry. Okay. So, there was this girl. Okay. She wanted to go to her friend's house. She's about eight, nine years old. Okay. Eight years old, sorry. So, she goes to her friend's house. And she knocks on the door. And her mom answers. And her mom says... Hey, uh, she's actually doing her homework right now. Uh, just wait outside, and I'll come. I'll let you know when she's ready. And she said, okay, yeah, sure. So she goes outside, and there's a tree on the corner of the street. So she goes to the tree at the corner of the street. And she's looking at the tree, and, you know, 
she's like peeling up the bark and she's like ripping the bark off and she notices at the corner of her eye that there's a van parked at the street and a guy gets out of the van and as she's slowly peeling the bark the guy walks up to her and this guy he he's wearing like all black has a hood on and he has these long yellow fingernails and the guy goes up to her and he goes what are you doing and the girl's kind of freaked out she's eight years old she's like just peeling the bark and what the guy does using his fingernails pinches her skin and she goes how does it feel to be peeled like the bark not very good does it so she, this girl, she's just kind of terrified. She doesn't know what to do. She just kind of, she just kind of let him pinch it, and he let go. And just as he let go, his fr- her she, she hears her friend's mom. She goes, "Okay, honey, she's ready. You can come inside now." So she just sprints away from there, gets into the house. You know, done. Now twenty year fast forward twenty years. <laughs> so now she's twenty eight. Roughly twenty eight. And she conveys the story to her mom. Right? And she was expecting, you know, it was, you know, a bit of a crazy story, but, you know, stuff, crazy things happen. Sure. And she thought the mom, you know, she'd be a little, oh, wow, I can't believe that happened. But, you know, you know, that's weird memory to look on. But the mom was not like that at all. The mom instead was really like, oh, like she's, she looked like she just got hit by a truck. So she was panic stricken. Yeah, and she said, "I have to tell you something, and I should have told you this a long time ago, but I'm gonna tell you it now." So she recounts now. She goes, "So about that that, that same day." Me and that same day where that guy pinched you, mm-hmm. me and so the me like the mom, mom, the mom, and the friend's mom are good friends. So she knew that okay, if the daughter's friend would come to her house, she'd let the friend's mom know, and if the and vice versa, right? I mean that's not a surprise. I mean not a surprise. You like you're friends with my friends dads right sure so because you know you need to know where your kids are right communication etc so how's that a surprise you said i need to tell you something I'm yeah so your, it's not the end your friends and not the end of the story <laughs> okay so the mom the friend's mom mm-hmm. she wasn't gonna just let the kid go outside without you know she's a mother at the end of the day so she wants to take a look at the kid so she was just looking wait a minute you, you lost me who, who, who wants to take a look at the what friend's kid? mom that told the girl to stay out here yeah. while your friend's doing homework. Right. She's, you know, she was like, okay, let me at least keep an eye on her. On but the girl who's out by the tree? Yeah. Let me keep an eye on her. Wait, who's telling the story? The actual, the, fr- the, the eight-year-old The eight-year-old's mom. mom 20 years you. later. Yes. I'm letting you know what she said. Okay. So... The friend's mom 
He's like, I'll keep an eye on her still because, you know, she's still a child at the end of the day. But how would the, how would the mother, like the mother, the eight-year-old's mother know that that's what that mother was doing? You're not listening to the end of the story. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're asking questions too quickly. So she went upstairs and she was looking through her. She has like a little balcony area. So she's just looking at her. mother? Yes, through the balcony. Keeping an eye on the eight-year-old girl. And then she sees that pinching thing going on. And she's like, hey, that's weird. But she didn't want to come outside, act panicked to to make it seem like, who knows, maybe this guy had something on him. He could like grab the girl or something like that. So he made it seem, she made it seem like, not, hey, not, not to panic. Not to panic anybody. Hey, come. She's come ready. Come on in. She's ready. So when she came in, she called the police. She said, hey, there's this weird van and there's this guy. And she just pinched my, <laughs> my friend, daughter's, daughter's friend. friend yeah. So come out here. Take a look at it. Take a look at the pinch? Take a look at the guy oh. that's sitting in the van. He went back into the van. He's hey, sitting he in the van sta- stayed there? Sitting in the van. <laughs> okay. So the police come, and they knock on the door. Of? The van? Van. And the guy kind of rolls on the window. He's like, hey, uh, we got some complaints about you. What's going on? We need a... Wait, 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 wait. How does the mother know this conversation is happening when it's happening, like, down the street? Can you listen? Listen to the end of the story. (laughs) Okay. People with people within the story can tell the stories to other people, right? If I'm telling a story about you, <laughs> you have the capability of telling a story to someone else. Okay. Okay, keep going. Okay. So he's saying please knocks raps on the window. Knocks on the window of this guy. He says, Hey You've been caught like we've been getting some complaints about you. When you see your license registration, we need to take Vet a look you. at the car. Yeah. So the guy, he's now he he looks now worried, the guy in the car. But he's like, okay, gives him the stuff. Gives him what stuff? Gives him license registration oh. and the police trying to look. And it's one of those vans, you know those vans, uh, like those white vans that have like the that open up from the back. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those vans. Okay. So they try to go to the part that's they try to go to the back part of the mm-hmm. car, mm-hmm. the police, but it's locked. They, why, why are they going to the back when he gave him his registration? They said they're going to search the car. Oh, okay. So he there was like a it? lock. And he opened police the go, to his, hey, this is locked. We need you to open it up. Mm. So the first, the guy was like, no, I'm not going to open it up. <laughs> and the police were like, well, now we're for sure going to get you to open up. Mm-hmm. So the guy, he kind of just, okay, he gave in. And he hands them a keychain. And on the keychain, there's two keys. Okay. And probably one for the ignition, one, one for the. Uh, so he takes the, the key. Man. He says, "Okay, this is the key for that. Take the key, unlocks it, and the police are shocked with what they see. With what they see. In the van were pictures of fingernails of this girl that he pinched. Of not just of pictures of her from today, but pictures from today, like from that day that it happened, three years back. So since she was five. Since she was five, and just pictures of her where he was spying 
and taking pictures of her in the van. In the van. And nobody well, ever found out about this. Over the van, or just like yeah, just pictures are just plastered all over the van. So this man must have had some sort of, um, like that girl must have ha- be of some significance of this person. So then, no. Well, yeah. Well, I don't. Well, okay, can you not ask questions until the end? Okay. So <laughs> then they go to the guy, and like, well, you're under arrest. Because this is ridiculous. It's like, this is like stalking. Yeah, exactly. This is stalking. This is evidence of you stalking. Then they notice that the key, that, the yeah, other key, yeah. is not the same key for the ignition of the car. So they're like, what is this other key for? So after some... Interrogation? He takes them to a storage facility. Opens it up. Like a storage locker, not a storage facility. It's like a storage locker. Mm-hmm. They open up the storage locker. There are more pictures. More pictures, but there's a curtain, as well. Mm-hmm. So they're like, okay, what's behind the curtain? They go behind the curtain. They see a chair, with handcuffs, that are not used, ready to be used yet, and is being whole. Uh, the whole area is covered with tarp. And there's a table in the corner, full of knives. So it's like a torture chair. Yeah. So, this guy obviously had bad intentions. Let's just say that with this with this girl. But you, but you can't you can't you can't relate pictures of a girl and a chair with knives. Yeah, hundred percent you can. Unless there are pictures of the girl there in the storage locker. No. Obviously, he had a plan that was he was putting in place to stab the girl, to do something with her. I don't know. Okay, I have a question for you. Okay, wait, wait. Uh, so, how does his mother know of this? You don't think the police would tell her? <laughs> like, obviously, they're going to tell no, her. No, hang on a second. The mother of the eight-year-old, who's yeah. now 28. Yes. Obviously, she was told all this stuff. By who? By the police or by the By the police. The well, probably by both of them. I don't know why this is such a unbelievable so, so, leap of faith wait, for you. Wait, 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 wait. So you're that saying told that us. this girl was being stalked since she was five until the age of eight. And that man... Who was stalking her was arrested. Was arrested. Did he ever get out of jail? He pleaded guilty. He said, "Yeah, I had plans. I had bad plans." He didn't admit exactly what, but he said, "You know, I he had plans with her." Mm. So he got sentenced to a uh, asylum. To an asylum, insane asylum, because obviously there's something wrong with this guy. Okay. So the girl finds out about that. And she's like, okay, I want to pay a visit. Pay a visit to this guy. I want to know why he wanted, what he wanted, what he wanted in me. Mm-hmm. And the guy accepted. But the day before their appointment, he he, offed himself. Oh. So he didn't want to face her. Sounds like who knows. But I don't know how you're like. No, I don't see how the pictures. And then there's a chair with handcuffs and knives. I don't see how those... 
Obviously, they relate well, to one another. If he admitted, then of course. But even before, if he didn't admit it. Well, listen. I mean, the two may not necessarily be related, right? If you go of to a storage locker. Now, let me, now, you spoke. Now, let me speak. Yeah. You go to a storage locker and you see something where there's a chair and there's some knives. Okay, the guy was ready to do something bad to someone. Yeah. And then in the van, he sees, uh, you see pictures of some girl. From the age of five to the age of eight, you don't necessarily. Hundred. The, my first thing my mind goes to is that that guy wants something to do with that girl. Hundred percent. You're telling like you know what that's like. Like imagine being so obsessed. They don't with have something. to be. They don't have to be related. That's all I'm saying. They could be. He could be obsessed with multiple people. You don't know that, right? Then why would his van be just filled with that stuff? Every time he stalks a new person, he he puts new pictures up to set the mood. <laughs> that's what he does. Like. Obviously, he's gonna do that. Yeah, but the store did the stores locker have pictures of the girl? Yes. Oh, it did. Yes. You didn't say that. I did say that. You oh, can you listen did? to the recording again. You can hear me saying that. Oh, yes. Okay. That's what I was saying. Like I said, how do you uh, relate the two? I mean, there's a stores locker. And with even by the way, even if there wasn't, no. I'd still relate the two. No, that's you can't. You have to prove it. You have to prove that that if you can't, you might not necessarily get him on. Uh, but he confessed, though. You he confessed. He, okay. A. B. You could still get him on stalking someone. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So what happened in the end? The uh, the girl's still fine, though, right? I mean, girl's fine. Yeah. She has nothing to worry about about this guy. Yeah. But that's creepy, though. That like. Oh, it's creepy. You you're yeah. being followed your entire life, and you've had no idea about it. I remember one one podcast you had. Um, you had one fact that you said that that we pass, I think, five people. Something like it was like we passed by like fifteen Not murderers. 15. No, I think you said five. I don't think. Yeah, I forget what the exact number. It was a small number. It was a number, a handful of murderers yeah. in our lifetimes. Yes, that's crazy. Which makes sense. Well, I mean, you see. I mean, and probably just like how do you define a murderer? As somebody who killed someone, obviously. Then there's also more than because there's also soldiers. I bet we also pass Maybe. people that have killed people. But I mean, but murder in the sense of unlawful murder in the in the in the war, it's not murder. It's you know it's war. Right? It's good killing. No, no. <laughs> let's not get into that. But uh, yeah, that was an interesting story. I mean, uh, so. Uh, Fathers, remember to protect your daughters, mothers as well. Protect all your children, but especially our daughters, because we look at history, it tends to be them, unfortunately. So always remember to protect them. Yeah. You never know. You never know. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Mm-hmm.